Chapter Five of The Rover Boys in Camp by Arthur M. Winfield. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. Chapter Five On the Way to Putnam Hall. The idea of going back to dear old Putnam Hall, with all of its pleasant memories, filled Tom with good humor, and he was fairly bubbling over on the train which carried the boys to Ithaca where they were to take a steamer up cayuga lake to cedarville the nearest village to the academy makes me feel as i did the first time we went to the hall he declared don't you remember that trip and the fun we had with peleg snuggers the wagon man and then he burst out singing putnam hall's the place for me tra-la-lee tra-la-lee putnam hall's the place for me the best old school i know you'll have the conductor putting you off the next thing you know remarked sam putting me off never cried tom he knows that academy boys own privileges that other passengers do not possess he can't cork me up i defy him wonder if we'll meet any of the other fellows mused dick he had hardly spoken when the train stopped at a junction and two other lads got aboard and came down the aisle one was tall and handsome and the other stout and with a round chubby face beaming with good humor larry colby cried dick leaping up and grasping the tall boy's hand i'm awfully glad to meet you returning to the hall of course yes was the answer from the rover boy's old chum isn't it odd that i should be thinking of you just as we meet and he shook hands hello if it don't been damn rofer brothers already cried the round-faced lad with a twinkle in his eyes i deep me you vos left the hall for good ya hans Mueller came from sam then you are going back too i thought you had scarlet fever not much i ain't said the german youth i vos eat too much of dem potwheat cakes already und dot makes mine face prick all it but i ain't got no scarlet fevers nine how you was already anyhow and he shook hands as larry had done i can hardly believe your story about being cast away on an island in the pacific said larry your letter read like a fairy tale if you tell the fellows they'll think you are drawing the long bow yes larry vos told me some dings about dot broke in hans you vos regular robinson roosters he said great scott robinson roosters yelled tom bursting out into a fit of laughter boys we are discovered at last well if you are you needn't crow over it came from larry roosters and crowing oh larry i didn't think you'd begin to punt so early put in sam he just hatched it out said tom i suppose you think that sounds chick joined in dick and then there was a laugh in which all but hans Mueller joined the german youth looked blankly from one to another of his companions vos dot robinson rooster a choke he demanded of it vos let me in buy it vick oh you couldn't climb in on a gangway and a step-ladder combined answered tom put vos you 
robinson roosters or vos you not robinson roosters oh we were robinson roosters right enough answered tom when he could control his laughter den vot you vos giggling about hey nothing only it was so funny to be a robinson rooster and live on a big island with nobody but lions buffaloes snakes and cannonballs added the fun-loving youth cannonballs queried larry that's what our pop calls em larry he said it was a wonder the cannonballs hadn't eaten us up and then came another laugh during which hans was as mute as ever was there lions snakes and buffaloes pie dot island on went on the german youth to be sure there were hans and likewise elephants panthers cats dogs hippopotamuses mice elk rats and winged jibberjackers mind gracious tom und you wasn't eaten up already quick none of the animals troubled us but the three-horned jibberjacker he came into our house one night crawled upstairs and began to swallow sam alive you don't told me yes i do tell you he had sam in his mouth and had swallowed him as far as his waist when sam began to kick on the floor with his feet i see i see hans eyes were as big as saucers that woke dick and me up and we ran and got sam by the legs and pulled for all we were worth you don't told me tom and what did dot what you call him do then he planked his ten feet on the floor and his ten feet did you say tom interrupted hans doubtfully to be sure didn't you know that a real jibberjacker has ten feet maybe i did i don't exactly remember about him i am surprised at your ignorance of natural history hans yes the real jibberjacker has ten feet although a branch of the family known as the jibber twister has only eight feet well go on he planked his ten feet by the floor tom he held on and so did we and it was a regular tug of war between us sam was followed as far as the waist and couldn't do anything to help himself you just ask sam if that isn't so when tom tells the truth it's a fact every time hans answered sam who felt as if he would choke from suppressed laughter so the blamed old jibberjacker held on and held on continued tom then we gave a tug and he gave a tug and all of a sudden sam came out the shock was so great it threw dick and me clear across the room and through a doorway into the next room but the poor jibberjacker fared still worse he flew up against the outside wall and his weight was so great he went right through the side of the building and landed on some rocks below all of his ten legs were broken and of course he couldn't get away so we went down got a long cross-cut saw and sawed off his head now if you don't believe that story you come to our house some time and i'll show you the cross-cut saw hans stared in breathless amazement his solemn face was too much for the others and a peal of laughter rang through the car at this hans grew suspicious and at length a sickly grin overspread his features i know you tom rofer he said dot vos one of dem fish stories ain't it already no it's a jibberjacker story hans 
it was a chipperjack of fish store then anyhow you can't fool me some more i was too smart for dot already when i go by the academy i get mine ear teeth cut hey all right hans if you have cut your ear teeth we'll call it off said dick and here the conversation took a more rational turn so far as i know only a few of the fellows have left the hall on account of the scarlet beaver scare said larry and they were boys that nobody seemed to care much about i was told that the fellows expected to elect an entirely new lot of officers said sam we have been away so much i've rather lost track of our military affairs captain putnam said we would have to ballot for officers as soon as all the boys were back said larry some of the old officers had graduated you must remember i've not forgotten that i was once second lieutenant of company a put in dick reckon i'll have to try my luck once more if the boys want me to run well i want you to run for one dick said larry hans you'll vote for dick won't you ja und i wants him to vote for me too said the german youth why hans do you want to be water carrier this year asked sam nein i wants to be high private by the rear rank already one of the fellows told me dot would choose to suit me all right hans we'll all elect you high private of the rear rank answered larry with a laugh end of chapter five